and welcome to the Chica Travel Podcast. My name is Lelo B and let me start this week by thanking you all for the overwhelming feedback you gave on the first two episodes. It's really heartwarming hearing from you guys. It helps to know that there are people on the other side who are listening and appreciating the content that we share here. I hope it will keep getting better and better for you. Speaking of appreciation, please extend your love by rating and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts for those of you who listen on iPhones. And also chat to me via social media at Chica Travel Podcast is the handle on our Instagram and Twitter. This week, I'm chatting to a very good friend of mine, Mish Atagana, who is a serial traveler. In my next life, I want to come back as Mish because Mugele is always in and out of the country. Plus, she has one of the coolest jobs ever. She's the head of communications and public affairs at Google South Africa. Mm, talk about winning in life. Instead of zoning in on a specific destination this week, I wanted to just have a general conversation with Misha about her favorite places to visit as well as her adventures traveling the continent. This is how our conversation went. Hello, Mish. Welcome. Hi, Miss B. I'm finally here. I'm finally, finally here. Go. Every time I wanted you to come through, no, I can't. I'm out of the country. I'm out of the country. Do you ever, do you even stay, like, what's the longest time that you've, like, stayed in your house, not traveled anyway? Like a full stretch of time? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> Three weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. I've done a full two weeks. Wow. So why are you paying? I think. Why, why do you even have a house? Like, Because it's nice to have a house <laughs> and you can come home to it. So that you can come and, and host us and cook for us. Exactly. Where you, who's going to make you nice food if I don't mm, have a house? Okay. Yeah, keep the there house. The house stays. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mish, I'm going to do something new with you that I haven't done with the other guests. Okay. Uh, because you've traveled so, so much, mm -hmm. I'm going to do a travel quiz. Okay. It's only five questions. Okay. Very easy questions and I'm sure you'll get them. We hope. If you don't get them, I'm like, uh, I'm you get to doubt my travel skills. <laughs> yes. You'll, you'll doubt my travel I'm gonna skills. I'm going to check your passport. Okay. <laughs> check my passport. First one. Okay. What is the largest country in South America? The largest country in South America? Mm -hmm. I want to say Argentina, but I feel it should be Brazil. It's Brazil. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so the Euro Tunnel links which two countries? You mean... London and Paris? Yes. Yeah. England and France. Well yes. Because I said countries. I didn't say cities. I Because I, I've specifically <laughs> taken it from London to Paris. Okay. I've but you got it. But you know, I would not have had an idea. But you know. Okay. Next one. Which country is also called the Hellenic Republic? Frack. <laughs> Hellenic Republic. Mm -hmm. One of our... Okay. No, I shouldn't. Should I, should I put... Can I get a clue? Is it in Europe or is it in South America? It's not in South America. Okay, so it's in the Hellenic Republic. I feel that's not in Europe. That's one of our friends. Yeah, stays there. One of our friends lives there. Mm. Ooh, it's Greece. Uh, damn, let me <laughs> guess. Let me guess. I was about to go. I was, I was, I was thinking about Vida. I'm like, no. Mm. Does yeah. Vida live in Italy yeah. or Greece? She moved from time? Italy. Like, I'm trying to remember where she actually now in Greece. Lives. Okay. okay. Which what island in San Francisco? Was the site, if you don't get this one. Alcatraz. Shut up. 
Okay, so the question was What island in San Francisco was the site of an almost escape proof prison? So, yeah, she got it right. Hmm. But the guy that did escape, though, yeah. I don't think they found his body because he was. They with, didn't? They, I don't think. I remember because I actually went to tour on Alcatraz a few years ago and they were talking about this guy that tried to swim away. So they didn't find his body. So maybe he did escape or maybe then, the sharks ate him. I don't know what happened. <laughs> so that's why they call it almost escape. Almost. Yeah. Um, proof. Last question. Mm-hmm. You're doing so I well. I thought it was more than five already. No, no, no. That was the fourth. The last question is Scandinavia. Do you say Scandinavia or Scandinavia? Scandinavia? Scandinavia. The Scandinavian region. Okay. Is it in the north or south of Europe? It is in the northern western part because the Nordics are at the top but Sweden all of that should be up north this area because it's super cold sure but um, <laughs> uh, guys she got all the questions oh except, except Greece, Greece. <laughs> but she did very well Greece when I when I was searching for these questions I didn't know any of these answers so you did very very well oh, well thank done thank you okay so Mish Let's talk about why you are here. Yes. You know, most you're like the one person that I can never compete with when it comes to travel. Cause it's not yeah. a competition, Lelo. Uh-uh, it must be. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> so, Mish, in 2019, you visited 16 countries. Yes. How did you track this festival? Well, so when I so Google Maps does this thing where they send a timeline every month. They would do a timeline of where Is it every month. Yeah. So you oh. get a January. So I got my January one uh, today. Mm-hmm. Um, but it will send you a timeline of where you've been and the twenty. Oh, I didn't get anything because I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, Lilo. <laughs> so I got my 2019 one and it said 16 countries. Mm-hmm. I had to actually take a step back and be, no, that's not possible. Because <laughs> 16 countries means an average of 1.2 or 1.5 countries a month, right? So I went Jeez, to at least to one to, country yeah. a month um, and two or three, you know, at a time. In, in, yeah. And when I looked at them, I, yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Exactly I did that. Happened. I actually did that. Wow. Uh, but it's, it's also quite an interesting way because... For me, it was bittersweet getting that because one, I was like, wow, look at my carbon footprint because I'm very mm. conscious about, you know, the environmental impact of travel. Yes. But I was like, jeepers, this is such a, you know, interesting opportunity to just kind of learn about where mm. I'm going in the world, especially where I'm repeating a lot mm-hmm. and what that means, um, especially how I'm learning mm-hmm. and how I'm mm-hmm. changing as a person based mm-hmm. on the places I'm visiting and, and, to, yes. and the people I'm being exposed to. Yeah. So, so that was quite interesting. I think... Um, a lot of people got theirs and they were looking at, so if you look at the globe, so when Google Maps sends you this, there's a globe and it tells you how many times around the world your wow. trips are. And mine was, at, I think, 5.1 uh, 5. times. Oh so everywhere I traveled in kilometers would have gone mm. around the world 5.1 times. Mine was 1.5. And, and <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not the norm, Because I travel a lot for work. But also that's what, that's what I wanted to ask you, just a follow up on your carbon footprint mm. um, uh, comment. Um you you can't help it. It's work that requires you to travel. Yeah. And also, I wanted to ask: Do you now believe in offsetting that somehow? And how yeah. do you how so do you even? So I've always to do offset my carbon. Before you, you you even answer that, please can you explain for people that don't know yeah. what is this whole carbon uh, footprint? Yeah. Thing? So when you when you travel, there's an uh, and most airlines will show you when you book your flight. It will show you how much carbon emissions um, you flying will emit. So that mm-hmm. so you're not the only cause. So there's plenty mm-hmm. of people on that plane. So it kind of divides exactly. by how many people on that flight. Mm-hmm. So it's how much the plane, the carbon emission that plane mm-hmm. is emitting mm-hmm. and what damage that could potentially mm-hmm. do to the environment. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, mm-hmm. 
traveling is a huge impact, but aviation, the, when we look at the people who actually fly in the world, is the privileged few that get the opportunity mm-hmm. to fly. So it's not the mm-hmm. biggest uh, mm-hmm. contributor mm-hmm. To, to carbon emission. I mean, if we really want to solve that, we should all go vegan because mm-hmm. the cows, mm-hmm. cows and lamb. Man. And cows I, had, and lamb. I had uh, another comment uh, from someone who said the airlines actually have the the... Uh, they they are they are the ones that can actually solve that problem because sometimes you find that there's already like a lot of flights that are going to a specific location but because they're seeing that there's a lot of traffic from there they also now create new routes to different locations but actually if there's already enough airlines going there why are you also now trying to have a, a route that goes yeah, there? Yeah, so, absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, a lot of airlines need to rethink how many flights leave a certain country per day, yeah. for instance. Mm. So, I mean... Not the reason they probably did it, but South African mm-hmm. Airways specifically used to have two flights to London and both of them would leave within like an hour of each no, other. that didn't make sense. And it, mm-hmm. economically it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Carbon-wise it doesn't make sense. Also mm-hmm. considering that there are two other flights that leave from Johannesburg to London from BA and Virgin. Uh, from our yeah. So uh, SA did not need two flights mm-hmm. to do that. They needed mm-hmm. one flight. So they, they're mm-hmm. on one flight now. Mm-hmm. But you, a lot of airlines do have some multiple. Sometimes there might be really high demand that one yeah. flight doesn't you know, take care of it and you need to have two Didn't flights. Another one. But yeah. um, you need also need to take that into account. But what the airlines also try to do, so um, you can offset your carbon footprint. So when you mm. book a flight, you can then say offset my carbon footprint and it'll give you credit. Mm. And it's, it's not usually mm. super expensive. Mm. I think the maximum I've paid to offset my footprint has been maybe 300 rand or 350 rand. do they do land. that money? So they will use that into uh, planting trees. Oh, So they can okay. plant more trees. Mm. Uh, they also, uh, a lot of people are looking into research on how uh, creating more energy efficient oh, travel nice. so um a lot of the airbus is doing a lot of work around making their their planes and their engines more energy efficient mm-hmm. so that way it's greener sure, boeing guys. is also doing it <laughs> i mean some of the issues that led boeing to the max issue mm-hmm. was creating an efficient more efficient fuel efficient mm-hmm. um vehicle so the, sure. it's a solvable problem in my mm-hmm. opinion but also mm-hmm. everyone needs to play their part yes. so where you're in a city or in a country where there's other means of transportation, like trains, you use mm-hmm. that. So when I'm in mm-hmm. Europe, I try to use trains a lot because mm-hmm. it's available. I can go from one city to another, to other, yes. or one country to another with a train. Yeah. That is way more energy efficient and mm-hmm. way more environmentally friendly way to travel. But in Africa, we don't really have that. <laughs> no, so we, we have don't to have fly. that. I think also the problem is we, we just want to get there as quick as possible. Yeah. So then if, you want, if you're going to go with a the train, then it's just a bit, a bit yeah, longer absolutely, to get there. Absolutely. Yeah. Although when you come to an airport waiting time and train, you, you can, Actually, you can make Happen, you can make happen, yeah. Okay, uh, let's go back to to the conversation mm. about Google Maps now. Mm. Apparently, Google Maps is turning fifteen. Yes, it is. So it's been fifteen wow. years since we launched so Google Maps. It, so what were we were we printing the the, the directions before? <laughs> I don't know what you then. guys were doing fifteen <laughs> years ago. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know what people were doing fifteen years ago. So the, we we had a session um, at our office, and someone someone said. You know, before people would print out maps. Yeah. And we all looked. And, and And I thought, what do you mean they'll mm. print out? I don't understand. Like, they'll go on the computer and print it out. Why didn't mm-hmm. they just look at it on their phone? And they, everybody looked what? at me. And it, admit, 15 years ago, darling. 15 years ago, <laughs> nobody had a smartphone mm. to do all of that stuff. So, yeah. Google Maps 2015, which is oh. really exciting for us because um, it's been a, a great journey as a way to just help people, you know, navigate their world and just get things done in the real world and uh i was asked by actually my sister Mm. once asked me this question about uh who doesn't know where they're going like how many people open google maps in a day to get 
places, right? Mm. Which a lot of people do. But I also think I do it to, to, for traffic purposes. Yeah, so for traffic yeah, purposes, right? Like every day I use a map to get to work. But, but I know so, where the office but, is. Like, yeah, so people mm. know their route, but sometimes they just mm. need that extra assurance that traffic is not going to yeah. get in their way. Uh, but one of the things we're doing around the 15th anniversary is also helping with other things. Mm-hmm. So uh, right now when you go into Google Maps, you see there's a, a tab that says Explore, which can tell you what's around you. So right mm-hmm. now we're in Melville. Mm-hmm. If I go, it will show me some of the restaurants around the area ah, that we can have dinner yes. at. What if there's a musical event happening, anything upcoming event, it will show me that. Even events? Yeah, so it will ah. show you events as well. And if you Yeah, really, I've only been using Google Maps for like for uh, downloading um, um, apps, like not apps, yeah. maps when I'm traveling. Yeah, so like offline maps. Because so the offline, yes. Yeah, that's that's literally useful. the only thing I've been using it for. I didn't know you could. But you're also talking about uh, like when you're traveling, the public transport and all of that. Yes, so uh, I love cities that have have great public transport. So mm. whenever I'm in London, I will sit in my red bus, put my headphones on. Yeah. I feel like a Londoner, my red red bus, <laughs> my train, you know, waiting, waiting, waiting for mm. the for the next stop. So it's also really good for that. So if you're, you know, in a city that has really, really good public transport where mm. their times are properly documented, mm. it will it will give you that information as well. Oh. So you can say, okay, I'm going from point A to point B, yes. and it will tell you, okay, the next bus is coming in five minutes, or That's it's amazing. but that bus is actually full and they're not taking new customers, but the another one will be there in seven minutes. Oh. And you can so there's a lot of very useful and helpful things. I didn't know. Um, I didn't know. But I guess because it's it's that whole thing. I, th- I think I've talked about it on the podcast. My fear of using public transport outside of well, not even outside of the country, but just using public transport generally. Mm. Okay, so so there's more to Google Maps just, than just downloading maps to have them offline for you yeah. to walk. Um, and find places. Yeah, but it's also yeah. great for small businesses, right? So if, wherever I go, uh, I always, always try to review a restaurant or mm, business location. Mm, mm-hmm. I'm actually in competition with Dorothy about who can do the most. <laughs> yeah, Dorothy. Dorothy, just step away from Google Maps so yeah. I can do the one out of this one, okay? Because that's, that's actually cool because when you search on Google, when you go on Google and you search for whatever restaurant, because you would see those ratings. Yeah. So those ratings actually come from people. Yeah, that, it that, comes from people. And yeah. the, South Africa has such a great community of uh, called local guides. Mm-hmm. So these are people around the world who just want to contribute wow. to make Google Maps better and also give information about places. So they'll tell you, okay, if you're going to this place, mm-hmm. they have free Wi-Fi. There's wheelchair accessibility. Mm. The food is really great, mm. but you know, don't order cocktails, order wine, because they're really good with that. Uh, and the staff is really good, but ask for this person because this wow. person can do... So it's like really a trip good. advisor sitting it, in there. It really is. So they'll give you a lot of information, yeah. uh, which is really useful. Mm. And they also get incentives for it, oh, right? Nice. So uh, right, now, right now, I'm a level 7. Mm-hmm. So I think from level 7 above, you... Uh, get access to you can test some cool new features oh. uh, Google will invite you to conferences they have globally what? so okay, gonna, you you get to almost <laughs> be in an inside world of what is happening with uh, Google Maps and some of our other products yeah, yeah. okay cool so mm-hmm. you um, you you went to 16 countries mm-hmm. in 2019 mm-hmm. but I don't know if you do count but how many countries in total have you been to in, um, in your entire life your entire yeah. traveling life I stopped counting because mm-hmm. uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think the point is how many countries you've been to is actually yeah. the experience you have, right? Mm-hmm. However, that being said, I the last time I did a proper count, yeah, it was about eighty-five or so. Wow. Uh, I think we're probably closer to maybe ninety now. Oh wow! 
So, I yeah. actually need to check mine. Most of those are in Africa. I mean, guys, if you just travel to Africa, you go like, <laughs> you got 54. You got 54 and you're done, right? <laughs> so, but what's your view then on people who actually sim- travel simply to add countries on their list? They call them uh, country counters. That, that's, a, that's a thing. <laughs> what's your view on those people? I don't, I don't want to judge people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think that if you're not going to spend at least 24 to 72, to like 48 hours in a country mm. I don't think you're going to get a good sense of it right mm. um but so cuz what do what do you, what, what will you say you saw cuz some people I think some of these people they just count even cuz we were talking about it earlier that sometimes airports don't count yeah, airports like just being does in the not airport count. you're connecting to from Doha to go to Madrid no, or whatever no it does not count so you airport can't count, count Doha you can't count airport what do you know about I Doha? I think that if you <laughs> if you're going to go to a country right mm. go to a country that Either you've heard a lot about it and people are saying this is a really great place mm-hmm. or it's just something that piqued your interest. Mm-hmm. Maybe you saw a documentary, you're like, yes. wow, this sounds interesting. Yeah. Some of the countries that I've gone to, which most people that I know me be like, why are you going there? <laughs> I've know. been from that. I've been from just either watching a documentary or my dad went somewhere and he was mm-hmm. like, this is really cool. And I love history. So old okay. cities are my favorite places to visit. Mm-hmm. So I will go if I, I'm the worst person to travel with because I don't want to <laughs> go to clubs. I don't want to go see. I want to no, go no, to, no. I wanna go to old cities. Speaking of, I don't want to go to clubs. <laughs> Should I tell them? Tell them. Ah! Tell them. They need to understand. <laughs> Guys, we went to, Mish went on my birthday trip in 2018. We went to Barcelona. And on my birthday, we had a very nice dinner. A lovely And then dinner. in the evening, we all went, to, we went got, we changed out of our dinner mm. outfits. We went to a club. Mm. She was sleeping. In, in the, the club. club. But I didn't want to stop everyone's fun. I was happy for us to go to the club as long as I found a corner to fall asleep in. <laughs> we had Vida who was pregnant, like heavily pregnant. Yep. She was up dancing. Oh, Michelle, Mish was sleeping. <laughs> so when you say you don't like clubs, my friend is being honest. She does not like clubs. Nope. Like if if I'm traveling with a friend and they really need to go to a club, I will go with them. But they need to have other friends to have fun with. I'm gonna be asleep. And when they're ready to leave, they can just wake me up and we will leave. So Misha, I also wanted to ask you because this is actually a topic that you you also introduced. Uh, You said you want to go on holiday and just sleep. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Why do you think it's important to do that, or why is it is that even a consideration to go yeah. on holiday and, and sleep, sleep when yeah. you can sleep at home? So this is something that I started thinking about. So I, I read Arena Huffington's book, The Sleep Revolution, um, about eighteen or so months ago, mm. and she talks a lot about how we keep ignoring sleep and sleep is so important. It like is. if you get a decent amount of sleep, mm. you are actually way better mm. at whatever you're doing and you you have a longer lifespan, all of that. And I realized that one of the things that I'm terrible at in my own house mm. is sleeping because when I'm at home, I feel there's a lot I can do. So I want to read because I love reading. Mm-hmm. I want to catch up on my shows. I want to work or I have ideas of side projects I want to do. So mm-hmm. I, a lot of my non-office time, I, I put it in doing all these other things. So mm-hmm. I end up getting maybe four or five hours of sleep mm-hmm. a night. But also there's a beauty to sleeping in a beautiful location. So <laughs> last year, I took my little sister to Mauritius and I said yes, to her, do you have four that. days to spare? She's like, yeah, why? I'm like, let's go to Mauritius. But 
be warned, two of those days <laughs> I will spend it sleeping. The other two, we will do whatever you yes. want. And luckily for me, she's... So you told her this before you guys left? Straight up. Yeah. But lucky as well, she was super into that. She did mm-hmm. not want to do hectic things and mm-hmm. things like that. So we just spent our days. We wake up, breakfast. Mm-hmm. The beach was in front of our room, you know. Oh, stay nice. at the beach. We went swimming, had some beers, napped <laughs> went to dinner took a boat ride napped some more mm-hmm. but i think i think it's important and those people, are ideal for like a beach yeah that's um, really ideal for a beach. like in a yeah. city escape mm-hmm. is a bit harder mm-hmm. but i do think that when you travel and you know me most of my I, I always say to people i cannot stay in a city longer than three days is my maximum <laughs> threshold and that is like Intense. Unless I'm there for work. But if why, I'm, why is that? Because I feel, what else am I going to see after three days? Uh, you know, what am I going to see after three mm. days? Any any city you can see in a full 24 to 48 hour period. Okay. You can really explore. Mm. So my theory then is because I traveled that way for so long that I would land, shower, begin, mm-hmm. and then... The next time I'm getting on a plane and leaving. Mm. And I wasn't taking the time to actually be on holiday. Because yes. you, you, people always talk about how they go on holiday and they come back, they're tired. Yeah, I so know you that. need a holiday from I your holiday, that. right? Mm. So um, I started baking in a lot of time to rest in when I travel. So mm. even if I am going to be somewhere for 48 hours, mm. let the days only begin at 11. Okay, rather than yeah. super early. So they begin at 11. Yeah. And, you know, I went to... Copenhagen uh, with Larry mm. and we were so chilled like we'll be texting each other from mm. our rooms when it's wonderful Airbnb we'll text each other from our room we're like so what do you want to do <laughs> okay maybe we would, let's leave at 11 that one was like maybe let's make it 11 30 okay 11 30 sounds good <laughs> okay Great. 12 like okay we're like okay fine 12 we'll leave at 12 because the bus stop was like right next to where uh, we were we'd walk down mm. Larry's like, okay this is where we're going here's the bus stop I'm like great mm. do it so it was very it, uh, there was no pressure mm-hmm. to try and do so many things so we went to see the things we really liked and we wanted yeah. to see yeah wow so do you i mean there's a lot of there's lots of conversation currently about like how you know you've seen Gwena now she went to Benin and mm. how she's just like in there with mm. the culture and with mm. everyone do you believe in doing that just immersing yourself in whatever's happening or how do you interact with the local culture i would definitely love to do that mm-hmm. uh, i haven't had plenty opportunities yeah. to actually do that mm-hmm. but that requires you to be there for more than for two hours, <laughs> yeah. uh, I do. I think that's really so. I, I have been uh, looking at kind of. I was looking at kind of stories. I'm kind of off Instagram right now, but mm-hmm. we'll see how that really? goes by the end of the week. We'll see how that goes by the end of the you week. Off for two days, for two days, I've been <laughs> off. Two whole days, guys. Uh-huh. But I, Detox. I love that. Quen, I think Quena's really good at that. By the yeah, way, she yeah. just puts herself into it and just gets into yeah. the culture. And that's what traveling is about. Mm-hmm. You should really learn and try mm-hmm. and immerse yourself if possible. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good thing to do yeah. um, and I would I would I definitely also, love to do that more yeah I also want to do that and I, I'm going to bring Gwena in to, mm. to kind of help us how mm. do we actually get it because yeah. it doesn't matter where she is if it's Benin now Dakar wherever mm. else she goes she's always in there with the people yeah. eating their food exactly. living with them I'm like yeah. how do you even meet these people mm. so she's going to come and tell us all of that so you I would call you well traveled mm. um, but what would be your definition of me Referring to someone as well traveled, what do you think well traveled is? Yeah, so that's a that's a loaded <laughs> definition because I don't know because well traveled, you know, could mean I've I know how to get around an airport, right? <laughs> 
Uh, it could also mean the number of places I've been to. But mm-hmm. sometimes you can be well traveled if you've only been to three places, but you keep going back to those three places mm-hmm. at least four or five times a year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, 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 th- I don't think of myself as well traveled. I think of myself as constantly exploring mm-hmm. and I'm just exploring a different place this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so that's how I think about it. I think everybody feels different ways about traveling. And I've been thinking about traveling quite a lot this week, especially uh, with all the stuff that's happening around the world and um, an essay, gosh, guys. Which stuff? Yeah. Which stuff are you so, talking So, like, you look, at, you look at how we travel, for instance. So you look at things around the environment and how we travel. Okay. You look at, mm. But even things like even the coronavirus, like mm. how, that's oh, affecting, yes. how that's affecting global travel. travel yeah. um, and, and we look at even the cost of travel itself mm. and how we kind of are we traveling responsibly mm-hmm. and it's our thirst for exploration mm. outweighing our responsibility to the planet and to each other. The but, thing about it is how many of us actually... To the, to the people that are listening to the podcast, like how many of us actually even think about, you know, sustainability and travel and all that? Or, or do we just think about I'm when here, I get to right? this place, yeah. when I get to this place? But but like a, but also, like I said, right, the flying part is just one small part is when mm-hmm. you actually get there. Mm-hmm. What are you doing do when you, you do? get there, yeah. right? Uh, you know, people always joke about their favorite restaurants, how they hope tourists never discover it. Because mm. as soon as the tourists discovered a restaurant, the next and thing you know, the prices get hiked up, the yeah. locals can't afford it anymore, mm. and it becomes a whole thing. Mm. Where, I mean, tourism, for its faults, also is really great because it creates jobs, mm. right? There's a lot of countries that the bulk of their their GDP and their income comes from tourism. From travel, and, yeah. and it's really, and that's mm. really good. But as travelers as well, we need to make sure when we go to these places, mm. we don't behave, for lack of a better mm. word, like douchebags. Mm-hmm. And, you know... <laughs> Remember let, in Barcelona where there was that exactly, go away Exactly, like tourists. go away. Yes. You know, go away tourists. Because so tired and, and, of us. And we feel kind of weird, like, oh, they don't want us. Mm. But we also need to think about what is our part in this? Mm-hmm. What what role did we play mm. that made them not want us? Um, so I, I think about some of those things a lot. So when, um, one of my pet pieces when people like throw things like out of their cars like trash mm-hmm. and tourists do that a lot mm-hmm. when you go to specific landmarks you see a lot of trash around that tourists just throw away their coke cans Gosh, or things like yeah, that everywhere without caring because so, so, someone will come and clean exactly. it up exactly so if we start being more responsible mm-hmm. about things even bottle water like when mm-hmm. we're traveling can you not take a, your own kind of bottle and just reusable. refill it with water yes. reusable mm-hmm. so a lot of those things when I, so when I, I think about my travel and I do I travel for work quite a bit and I'm very lucky and so privileged that I work at a company that just send me to these places to mm-hmm. go learn and to go to meet new cultures mm-hmm. um, but they send me to places with the responsibility as well mm-hmm. to be a good citizen when I get there so yeah. how do we think about that so, so all of those things I know a lot of things keep me up at night but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> things keep yeah. me up at night very, but it's, it's all valid things that we should all really be thinking mm-hmm. about especially if we are into travel like mm-hmm. okay how can I do this but still be responsible about yeah. how I do it mm-hmm. um, so talking about uh, the company that you work for I mean you travel a lot for business but you obviously get sent to places that you've never been to before. Mm. And when you go for, yes, you go on there for a business trip, but you also want to explore. So how do you make that balance between doing the business bit, but also exploring? So one of the things I I found when I was a journalist, I used to do this all the time as well. So Mm. if I was uh, going to a conference in San Francisco or London or wherever the conference was, most flights usually will arrive early in the morning mm-hmm. and if they don't arrive in the morning they'll arrive in the afternoon now you always kind of get that the day before whatever you do starts mm. right so I always take advantage of the day before yes. so, and so you will see me <laughs> land literally rush to the hotel room yeah. 
change quickly mm-hmm. and just begin exploring the city and yeah. where I am. I, I try to take advantage of what I call the buffer times before mm-hmm. anything starts mm-hmm. proper for you therefore and my evening times as well okay. so evenings are often your own mm. um, unless you work with Dorothy who wants to have dinner <laughs> all the times you know <laughs> but evenings are usually your own so you can use also that to explore yeah. nightlife yeah. Um I remember the first time I went, I was in London for, I was covering some event. Mm. I arrived the morning, early morning, because the, most of the London flights arrived in the morning. Mm-hmm. I spent all day walking around yeah, the city. Exploring. And the evening I went to see a show. Wow. And I did all, and I was, I had the conference for two days and I was flying out mm. the, the last day of the conference, but I had a full London experience. Wow. Before I left. So, you know, there's so many opportunities where you can do that. Mm-hmm. And you can tag on weekends as well, right? Okay. Oh, so, yeah. So if, if you're supposed to be there on Monday, maybe yeah. come there. Yeah, you, the come, you come on mm. Friday evening mm-hmm. or you leave uh, Joburg Friday evening, get mm-hmm. there Saturday morning and you can explore. And that will, can give you time to also do day trips to other cities around. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you can... Did you do, do Amalfi Coast? You did Amalfi yeah. Coast? Yeah, I did Amalfi Coast two Christmases ago, I want to say, or three Christmases. And you were in Rome and you took a day trip. Mm-hmm. So I was in Rome and I took a day trip yeah. to the Amalfi Coast. How is it? Because it's so on my beautiful. list of places that but I want to go to. I went in winter, so I didn't get to go to Positano, which is mm-hmm. where I, I really to wanted Positano. to go to. Uh, but I went to Sorrento, which is beautiful, wow. absolutely beautiful. And it's close. To, it's super to close. You take, so I booked a tour. I yeah. Actually, it cost me, I think that tour was maybe 850 rand. So your base was in Rome. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then they picked me up. They mm. picked me up from a central location. To the I remember the pictures. Location. Like, and then oh. you go for the whole day, they bring you back and you've explored. And now where we had, I think, two stops in two different cities. Mm-hmm. So now I've seen two other cities <sighs> in Italy yes. and come back. But I've done that. I do that quite a lot, especially... Mm. In Italy, a, a few years ago, I took a what I call my most cost-effective trip, <laughs> right? Yeah. Where I was in Florence. Mm. So I took a train. I just took a train around parts of Europe. So I was in Florence. And from Florence, I went to Siena and I went oh. to Pisa and I went to all these mm. other areas around Tuscany. So I did mm. most of Tuscany in a kind of a mm. three-day mm. period. And 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 also you can even do countries that way. So um, I went I went from Prague to Austria, mm. and I was in Austria. I think I arrived in Austria in the afternoon, mm. and I did all my major tours in, of Vienna. Like Vienna is great, but trust me, guys, twenty four hours in Vienna, you're fine. So I did really. Like, yeah, that's my that's my personal feeling. <laughs> That's my personal feeling. You don't like, need longer than 24 hours in Vienna. Yeah, Wolfgang, forgive me. It's my <laughs> in Vienna, but I, I feel like for me... Unless 24, you're going there and there's like a concert exactly, or something, yeah. a festival for me, the, happening. 24 hours is fine. Yeah. But the next day, because I had I booked three days in Vienna, the mm. next day I took a bus from Vienna to Bratislava. So oh. now I've gone to a whole new country. From what? To yeah. what? Yeah, I just took a bus. What is that place? Bratislava. So Bratislava is uh, Slovakia, which is the next um, yeah. country from Czech oh Republic. So I just, and I spent, I, it wasn't really originally on my list. Yes, but then you could just And I could just go, do it. But, and with um, the Schengen visa, it's fantastic, right? Yeah. So um, I was able to do that. So that's that I spent a whole day in a little, mm. another country exploring wow how do you because i know you love food so when you're traveling how do you find the best places to eat (laughs) 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 that and and ask the hotel staff so if you Mm. stay in a hotel ask Mm. them because they they're local they will know exactly where to go and always so sometimes it should be the places where the locals eat most i always say to the hotels where would you eat not where the tourists where would you eat Mm. if i want to try if i want to try the 
best pizza mm. in Rome or the best pasta yes. in Rome, where would you go eat that mm-hmm. pasta? Uh, aside from your mother's house, obviously, <laughs> but where would you go eat that? Well, if it's your mother's house, can we go? Can we go? Exactly. <laughs> can we go? Yeah, if your mother open to invite, I'll bring the wine, you know? So I always ask the locals, I find, I Taxi drivers, mm-hmm. a wealth of information, mm-hmm. hotel staff. And you want to be friends with hotel staff because they're really great. At, they and they'll tell you, okay, you. you know, this is happening tonight. It's mm-hmm. super dope. I can get you a ticket and things like that. So, Amazing. Yeah. So with all your travels now, is there one place that you'd never go back to? Hmm. Where would <laughs> I never go back to? That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't actually think I have a one place where I'm like, yeah, nothing for me there. I mean, oh, the, maybe let me say a place where you won't pay to go. Okay, that like, I won't pay to go back yes. to. Yeah, I won't pay my own money. Yes. Uh, like the, if your company sends you, it's fine, but I'm yeah, not paying my money to go there. Yeah, yeah, but company mm. sends me, it's fine. Um, I think, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm so sorry, Elijah, but I don't want to go to London on my own money. I've been so many times. <laughs> I'm actually dying to go to London. I want to go on my own money. I've been so many times, guys. Like, you know, oh, but I guess because you've been so many yeah, times, like, I've uh-huh. been so many times. Mm. like I haven't been to a country that I felt like completely repulsed. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I want to come back to this country. Yeah, I think you know, if I if I do kind of think about it properly, I would probably find a place that I want to. I feel like it's a great place, but for the flight ticket, do I need to mm-hmm. maybe South Korea, Seoul? Seoul is beautiful and it's great and I've it's super techy. Uh, but I've been there about also about four or five times when I was a journalist. Mm. I spent a lot of time going back and forth because of Samsung, mm. who were amazing. Mm. Uh, so it's not because you don't like it or whatever. Yeah, it's not because it's I don't like it. It's just and all so my times. all my South Korea trips I've been paid for by either some tech company or some conference oh, nice. that I've been to when I was a journalist. Yeah. So I actually don't know what it's like to pay to go to South <laughs> Korea on my own. Wow. That that's true. Okay, is that where the cherry blossom? That's that's Japan. So is there's cherry Japan? blossoms in, ja- in Japan. Oh, okay. See, Japan I, is also yeah, really beautiful but not i would not recommend i mean it's great you can go to uh tokyo but kyoto is my favorite japanese city mm. that would what i would recommend i would love to go mm, i don't know olympics although mm. now there's travel ban to japan right now I yeah think. no not now definitely not, not now so okay let's come back to mother continent yes. mama africa my favorite <laughs> continent my favorite continent besides nigeria and south africa i like how you 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 covered that besides nigeria <laughs> because i know what makes you think i actually like these countries you love nigeria you love south africa i know these are home. i actually these are wanted home. us to have an annual trip to nigeria i know and we, should. Last we year. should we should like and we, we should, should start like a, a domestic travel thing yes. for south africa so many beautiful right. places in the country mm. we should explore so tell me, which African mm. country is your favorite place to visit and why? Okay. Besides South Africa and Nigeria. So this is hard because mm. I have three places that I really like, but I tell should pick me about one. Those. No, no, no. Give me three. Give me I'll those give you three. the three, but yes. I'll tell you what my proper favorite is. So <laughs> I absolutely love Senegal. Mm. Mostly there's just so much history. And unfortunately, my reason for loving Senegal is quite a sad one because yeah. Gori Island mm. is possibly one of the most depressing places you can go to because it's one of the main ports for slave. It was one of the main ports for slave mm. trade. But I think it's so important for us to know that stuff and learn that stuff. Mm-hmm. So just that history element okay. uh, uh, in Senegal. So I really, really love Senegal because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I absolutely dig Victoria Falls because it was the first place I took my dad Aww. on a trip to. So it the two of, kind of you, your yeah, vacation. Just, yeah, the, it's like it, was our, it was our vacation, right? Our vacation. <laughs> <laughs> but 
<laughs> but it was for his birthday and we we that was our first kind of annual father-daughter birthday trip yeah. that I started with him and we went to Vic Falls my dad has always wanted to go to Victoria Falls but we were and like with all his travels he yeah, never, he's he's never, never been. been and also every time he thought about it because because we were a family of seven with five kids yeah. like his priority was just the kids okay, right so yes. it's like I'm not gonna splurge money on mm-hmm. going on some trip just because mm-hmm. so um, for his 60th birthday I wanted to just treat him to this thing that oh, he just always goodness. wanted to do and for me I also fell in love with Vic Falls it's just yeah. so beautiful I have seen a lot of waterfalls and yeah. I it's still my favorite what of time all of the, the year was it Jen? so we went in January. Jan, yeah we went in Jan mm-hmm. uh, and it was just absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. and it was such a special moment so that for me holds quite a, 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 a tight place in my heart mm-hmm. but my favorite African <laughs> country of the moment even though the airline pissed me off is Ethiopia. I love oh, Addis. I love Addis. No, guys, guys, Ethiopian Airlines. <laughs> what did they do to you? Two weeks they held so my luggage. Two weeks they held my luggage, guys. But wait, wait. Sorry, when now since when do you check in luggage also? Exactly. First of all? Exactly. Yeah. This is what I guys, I never check in luggage. <laughs> the one time. The one time. That's and you. the only reason I checked the luggage was because I didn't have I forgot uh when I was leaving the hotel, mm. um, I realized that I didn't get rid of some liquid stuff. And mm. I know me and the UK, I don't want to have that mm. fight with the UK. So I'm like, you know what, just check it in. I'm going to mm. Cape Town. Mm. They're gonna and I needed the reason I also booked Ethiopian on the strip was they're super cheap, they're mm. so good, they have actually a really nice business class that is way way mm. way under most everybody else's budget right really uh, so you can get so i think that trip i paid maybe 30 35,000 rand for from here lo- to from here to london and then back to cape town ah. i mean that's really decent for mm. a business class class trip right i wouldn't know so <laughs> Lello. I wouldn't know. I don't mm-hmm. check business class prices. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's really good. Like you can even get 20k an Ethiopian business wow. class. That's how much it costs an economy mm-hmm. in some other airlines, right? But that's my entire trip budget. So anyway. That's your entire trip budget. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. So, but, and I was like, I like Ethiopian Ethiopia. airlines. I really did. I, yeah. I, they, and the food. Mm. Oh my God. And they serve you local food on the plane. Like you get Jera nice. uh, and Dorawat, which is my favorite. I you know, remember when SAA used to fly to Abuja directly mm. and then they mm. immediately, a couple of months after mm. that, they stopped. So they they served, um, what's this thing? Not jollof fries. Not jollof fries. It was jollof with... Um, What's the other greenish thing? Oh, sh- what greenish thing? I Spinach? <laughs> no, okay, never mind. Carry on. Tell us why you love Ethiopia. <laughs> I forgot. How can I forget it? It's my favorite thing. But uh, Nigerian food. Nigerian food, yes. Green thing. No, maybe it's not green. I don't know. Okay, forget not it. Not plantains? No, no, I love plantains. Oh, when okay, I get- well, think about this. I'm going to, because now yeah. I'm thinking about it, right? But yeah, so, but, so anyway, aside why you from love that Ethiopia? experience, yes. that experience of the airline, which we'll forgive I, them. It's a one self. You know, also I don't know, man. It's, it's these, two weeks it took. These things are part of traveling. Let's be honest. So, fair, right? Yes. That is perfectly fair. Yeah. So, my, what pissed me off? So, you know what? The luggage thing wouldn't have pissed me off so much if it wasn't that when we landed, because they delayed us heavily in London. Mm. So when we landed in Addis and I got off the plane and we got to the security part and I said to the guy, I'm leaving for Cape Town. Has that plane left yet or mm. is it still there? Mm. And the guy was like, oh, go to the gate. It's still there. Get to the gate. A flight is leaving for Mauritius. So my plane oh had already my. left. But there was no one to communicate, communicate. anything to tell mm. us what's happening. I had to rebook myself. So oh my they could gosh. only get me to Joburg. I had to get my travel From agent to book to, me to Cape to Town. Cape Town. Oh the gosh. luggage was like a back and forth. I'm like, mm. will my luggage make it? 
They, it took them two weeks to get my luggage yeah. back. So for me, it's the communication and the fact that my poor travel agent, every day she was mm. calling them to solve this problem. Jeez. So that for me was just, it's just the communication thing. And mm. I, I know, you know, everyone hates on them, but that's one thing <laughs> I will always uh, say SA is really good at. Mm-hmm. SA will, they will communicate, mm. they will solve it. I was once flying from Hong Kong, um, actually from South Korea, and the South Korea flight was delayed. I got to Hong Kong. There was someone waiting for me on SA going, what? you're the last person on this flight. And we'd be waiting for you to take you home. That's amazing. They literally came, picked me up from the gate, of, from the door of my actual wow. plane to make sure I got on the plane. That's so, why they're getting all those other awards. Exactly. That's yeah. why they get that's the awards. Like <laughs> everyone goes, why is this you getting an award? I'm like, that's why, guys. So, but anyway, so, but Addis, Addis, oh my goodness, guys. Amazing. It is a city of just pure pleasure. I mean, the history of Ethiopia, yeah. Ethiopia knows their history. They can physically trace it back to the time of King Solomon oh. and they will show you, what? you know, the, the, the culture, mm. just the, WhatsApp call will not work, but it's fine. <laughs> but it's just this this incredible culture of sharing and knowledge, and I love it. So when I when I landed and I got to the hotel and I booked like a one day Ethiopia tour, and the do you guy, think do you think the tours are a good idea? I think it depends wh- how long you're in a place. So yeah. where I had a short time. Every time mm-hmm. I go to Addis, for some reason, I'm always in this short time. twenty okay. between twenty and. 30, 40 mm-hmm. hours, right? Mm-hmm. So it's so maybe when you owe it a visit, a proper so, yeah, visit. So I, I, I intend mm-hmm. to do that this year. But mm-hmm. I think it's important when you do a short period of time, book a tour. Okay. Seriously, it's so worthwhile. Mm-hmm. But but research your, your tour properly to make mm-hmm. sure it fits everything you want to do. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the guy looked at me and said, I would like to let you know you're seven years younger. I'm like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yes, because you're in in Because it's like, yeah, exactly. It's a different time <laughs> yes. and everything. And uh, But I went, I learned how to make injera, which is the traditional <gasps> yes. Ethiopian kind of mm. national food. So mm. I learned how to make injera. Didn't come out as well as this when person. When are you making it? Mm. I don't have the ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> learned how to make injera. It was amazing. Yeah, Ethiopian. I think Marang mentioned there's an Ethiopian. Yeah, there's, a, there's an Ethiopian, Ethiopian restaurant yeah. um, around, yeah. And little Addison. I think there's one in Marang. Is also as well. really cool, mm. but I haven't been to any in Joburg. I Someone told me there's one in Maboning. They gave me the name. I must really, check it we out. should go. Mm. No, seriously, yeah. Ethiopian food mm. was amazing. But one of my favorite things is the Buna ceremony, which is the coffee ceremony. When does it happen? They just you can do it anytime. Oh, so, so they, they took me. It's to, not like it's a festival. No, it's not or a something. festival. Ah. So you go. It's like it's just the way they make coffee, right? So mm-hmm. they took me to a place kind of high up in the hills, mm. and the lady put the thing on me, wow. and then I roasted the coffee beans and began the process and then when I, the coffee bean was done we sat down and they poured the coffee mm. and it's just really delicious rich coffee mm. and it's actually my my phone uh, or my other my travel phone is the is the screen cover for it the ah. the, the, the uh, lock screen and everybody always looks at that photo and goes did you take that photo, Maggie? Yeah, yes, I did. With my and, pixel. Uh, yeah, with my pixel, <laughs> obviously. But it's just, the, but you can, just the colors, the richness of the coffee colors. Oh, it's wow. amazing because Ethiopia is well known for their coffee. Mm. But it's just, my whole experience in Addis is just constantly learning. Mm-hmm. It's just this learning, this hearing the story, the, the um, Italian one day occupation, mm. the British intervention. Was it just one day? So, yeah. So it's like, it was never colonized, not uh, properly anyway, yes. right? So they call it occupation already because they didn't uh, last. And yeah. so for me, it, it's, I think it's a city 
worth a lot more of Africa's time to truly understand. And I think governments are thinking about that more because it's the seat of the AU mm-hmm. and things like that. But I definitely think it, it needs to be a tourist destination where people just go learn mm-hmm. about this history. And, yeah. you know, when you go to... And ship to Ed, to Edis are not... Ex- not cheap. They don't, flights. Yeah. Flights, they are not expensive. They're not that expensive. No. Because when you go to places like London or you go to Estonia, another favorite of mine, mm-hmm. and you can see the history in the buildings, mm-hmm. right? You can see the history and the storytelling and that's what I get in Addis is being able to see that history in the in, in buildings wow. and storytelling so I really love that would you say your most memorable experience in the continent was in Addis or elsewhere hmm. as much Ooh. as yes you loved yeah you still want to go what is back? my most memorable experience my most memorable experience was in the DRC Hmm? For reasons that I don't think is safe to talk about on a podcast. Everything is safe for this podcast. No, no, trust darling. me. Was trust it a guy? Me. You went to visit a guy? No, no, no. It, <laughs> involved, it involved a prostitute. It involved a prostitute. Let's not talk about that. Yeah, I will tell you this offline. But either way, <laughs> okay. Why was it memorable? <laughs> so, no, no, it was memorable because it actually made me want to travel the continent. Ah, yeah. So one of the things about yeah, my chair's doing your chair do <laughs> my, my chair's like, Miss, get yeah. comfortable because we want to hear you your story. <laughs> but um. The when I went to the DRC, which gosh, I hope my dad doesn't listen to this because he'll be like, you No, he's not gonna DRC listen. <laughs> he'll be like, Wait, 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 when did you go to the DRC? Exactly? Yeah, also, when was this now? Uh, this was a while, also, when while I was ago. a journalist, right? Okay, mm. and I met a woman there that just really opened my eyes about the African continent and how we think about it and yeah. what we should be thinking about, uh, especially when we tell African stories. Mm. And it just made me realize that as much as I was an African, mm. I didn't know much about Africa, I'd been to Nigeria where I was born yeah. I lived in South Africa and I'd been to like you know your Mozambique mm-hmm. your Zims and things like mm-hmm. that but I hadn't actually really visited the continent I'd been to what they call the big three which is Nigeria, Kenya, <laughs> South Africa kind of thing right yes. and it just I didn't I hadn't explored the continent so mm-hmm. just listening to her tell me about how Africans are so stuck in their own countries really wanted so I actually began a mission because of her and I was like I'm going to travel as much as Africa as possible um, and just learn about people as I go Mm. along so for me that was yeah, that's 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 what I want to do. Like I wanna, you know how when when I talk to you and about different places in Africa and just how you always have something about that country that you know that you can share. I want to get to that level. Mm. You know, when people ask, oh, Lala, what, what? I don't wanna, I don't, I wanna stop saying Zanzibar and Kenya. <laughs> when people ask me about what other places <laughs> they should be visiting in the in the continent, you should go to Vic Falls. Seriously. I've been to Vic you, Falls, but well, you went to the other side. You need to go to Victoria Falls, the city, the town of Victoria. Victoria Falls. Wasn't I there? Didn't you go to like the Zambian side? You went to Livingston. Yes, isn't that Vic Falls? No, dude. (laughs) That's a different country. You went to Zambia side. So where must I go? Zimbabwe must side. Go to Zimbabwe side to Victoria oh. Falls, the actual town, which is where the waterfall oh. is in its full glory. By oh, the way, because when I went, it was dry season, yeah. so the waterfall wasn't even that. But if great. you go to Zimbabwe side, you'll always see something. That, that, you're that telling is the, me something now. That's the side. So the the because the falls face. The, the, Zimbabwean the, the Zimbabwean side. So oh. the partial sides of it on the uh, Livingston side. There's a lot of fun things to do but in Livingston. Can, yeah, but you can actually sleep in Liv- in Livingston and still and go then to walk the across because you work. Yes, because like walk, across, like, right, walk yeah. across across the bridge yeah. and then you are in Zimbabwe. Yeah. So oh. Vic Falls, the actual town of Victoria Falls. Yeah. Maybe I'll go there for my birthday because I don't know what I'm doing for my birthday. Poor me because I can't travel <laughs> far. <laughs> anyway, so Mish. Okay. Well, I will. Definitely think about doing that. Mm-hmm. So, when you travel, is there anything you collect? 
Besides uh, carbon emission. <laughs> <laughs> Besides my carbon footprint blowing yes. a hole in the ozone layer. Um, I used to collect fridge magnets and then mm-hmm. I got bored of that. Mostly because... Mm-hmm. Your fridge, there was no more space. My poor tiny fridge. <laughs> um, then I started collecting money. Mm. Um, I want to start doing that. Yeah, so I started mm. collecting money. And I've tried to keep that up. Sometimes I forget because mm. we live in a cashless world, right? Mm-hmm. Where half of the time you're not getting cash. Mm. But I try to collect currency from every country I go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, I try to. And I have them in a in a in jar, a, yeah, in a little that. jar that's on my dining table. Can I copy that? Because I really want you to. Should, because you I've should. got all this cash from all these places because I never use all of it. So I'm like, oh, because mm. it's just sitting there in a Yeah, so that's wallet. exactly. So I had it all in a, mm. in, a, in one of my cupboards. And a friend of mine gave me this lamp for Christmas once. Mm. I didn't know how it worked. Mm-hmm. And I just had this lamp sitting there for a while. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to throw. But then <laughs> I found out you actually supposed to put a candle in and hang it up. I'm like, oops. But I just threw all my cash in it. And uh-huh. it was quite nice to kind of use it as a way. Yeah. To just track my memories. Where you've been. Yeah. Wow. So just keeping with, with the discussion on, 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 on Africa, what what do you what are some of the misconceptions that people have um about about travel in the continent that you think like this is just a, mm. not true? That is highly unsafe. Mm-hmm. Uh I think every single country you go to, there's an element of safety issue. And yes, I do agree that unlike, say, countries in the West where mm. there are way better developed public transport, easy access systems, it does make it a bit difficult to get around sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, I think the 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 press that Africa is highly unsafe is overrated mm. and highly exaggerated. South Africa is the unsafe one. Um, <laughs> More than- but you see, but okay, look at it this way, right? If I'm in Cape Town, if I'm going to Cape Town on holiday and mm-hmm. I'm a tourist, I stick around the waterfall and mm-hmm. Camps Bay area. Mm-hmm. That's not unsafe. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Don't go to places that you wouldn't normally go to. If I go to New York, mm-hmm. I know where I should avoid. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go to this there's, place. There's, there are places like that in every city. Exactly. There are places mm-hmm. like that in every city. Mm-hmm. But also the onus is on you as a traveler to make mm-hmm. sure you're not doing, you're not making stupid decisions. Mm-hmm. So before you go anywhere, Read up a little on areas. And if you book in a hotel, talk to the hotel mm-hmm. about, okay, I'm coming. What are some of the places I need to avoid? So mm-hmm. have those kind of smart decisions, right? Mm-hmm. And if you, for, I know a lot of people like to spend time in Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. Talk to the host. They will also give you guidelines in their in their hosting mm-hmm. um, stuff. I think the, I don't, I'm not saying it's not, not safe. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is some serious safety concerns that people should take into consideration when they're traveling on the continent. Yeah, but that but, piece but it, it's not, it's not, it's, not, it's not a go with armed guards mm-hmm. scenario. Because <laughs> I feel the way they've made it seem is like you have to go with armed guards every time you travel to Africa. Yeah. Right? So that, and um, the misconception like, are they going to understand me? Everyone on the continent mostly speak English, guys. Get over yourself. Right? And also, we go to I places... I struggle in Europe. Yes, I was going to say. We go you know? to those places where they don't even... Exactly. So, most Africans can understand some form of English, mm-hmm. you know. And you will be highly surprised by just the amount of wealth of information mm-hmm. you just get mm-hmm. by traveling the continent. So, that would be kind of my top misconception that people don't speak English and mm-hmm. that it's, you know, ridiculously unsafe. <laughs> Um, and also, if you don't speak their language, there are apps for that. Exactly. Yeah. Apps for that. <laughs> Use the apps, guys. Yeah. You know, there are apps for that. Mm. Uh, what else would I think it's a misconception in terms of But traveling? I think that's that's one of the biggest yeah, things because uh, people one. always ask, is it safe? Mm. You know, is it safe to go there? Yeah. Nigeria, you going to Nigeria? Yo, you exactly. Boko Haram. You, exactly. You know? I'm like, guys, like, that's not even, you know. So the people living there, how are they living? How are they living? It's, exactly. How are the people that live in these 
countries live. So mm. it's absolutely true. Yeah. Okay. The best meal you have ever eaten on any trip in the continent. Where was that? I told you already. Addis. Did you say Addis? Dura what? Guys, we're going to Addis to eat. Get an injera <laughs> thing done. Put some Dura watch yes. on there. And just eat it with your hands. It's heaven. It's Ooh. heaven. Marang also fact, came in you know and told us about I'm that. I'm going to Google the best Ethiopian <laughs> place around here just now so I can just find me some food on my way right. home. <laughs> Ooh. Let's do that. Let's get, get some Ethiopian, Ethiopian meals let's, after this. Let's, let's, let's mm. do it. Let's do okay. it. Okay. And then I'll come back, guys, and tell you where to find the, <laughs> yeah, well, the best exactly. Ethiopian food in Chobek. Okay. So two destinations. Mm. Anywhere in the world where you wouldn't mind going back over and over and over. Because you over. said London, done yeah, that, okay, I'm okay. okay Estonia, me... you said Estonia. Estonia. What the hell is Estonia, so... first of all? <laughs> I'm shaking my head, start... guys. I'm... I need to start... I wish there was a video camera in here so you can see how I'm shaking my head at Lena. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> Do not. No, mm, Lelo, Lelo, no. Eastern Europe, guys. Eastern Europe. Oh, it's Eastern Europe. So, Estonia, I went to Estonia. Um, <laughs> you were calling me. No, 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 no. I'm taking a picture. You want to check my head. Um, so, my, my father actually went to Estonia. He went for a conference in Tallinn. Uh, 2000, I want to say 2018. No, 2017, right? And he came back and he was telling me about it and I absolutely loved it. Mm. And I had planned to go visit my cousin in Canada for Christmas that year, but unforeseen circumstances, I couldn't make it. So I saved up all this money to go to Canada, which is far, guys, so far. But I love it. Yeah. So I decided to go to Europe. So I went to Estonia. I literally just decided I didn't know anyone in Estonia. I was just counting anyone. I just went to Estonia. Estonia, so, it's like yeah. it's Europe on a budget, but you get to experience yeah. all the things you love about Europe, but it's way cheaper. Oh, it's way cheaper. They've got beautiful castles. They've got history. They've got stories to tell about Russian invasion and occupation mm. and all of the stuff mm. from the Turks to like and the churches they take you to. So it's just, it just was really for anyone who loves history mm-hmm. and also beautiful scenery. Mm-hmm. Tallinn is a great city for that. And you know, How you, do you learn that. Uh, Tallinn is T A U. T-A-H-I-L-N-N? Something like that. Something like Thailand. Okay. I'm, I'm actually, She's not saying Thailand, just to be sure. It's not Thailand, it's Thailand. Thailand, yeah. 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 So it's absolutely loved, loved, loved Estonia. And good thing about Estonia, Estonia um, is by it's surrounded by a lot of Baltic countries as mm-hmm. well, which is another name for Nordics, Scandinavians, mm. all these other places. Mm. Um so I could t- you can take a boat across to Finland to Helsinki. Oh, what? So if you have a full day or two oh, days in Tallinn, wow. you can go across to Helsinki for another full day and mm-hmm. come back. So it's it's, so it's cool. just really really incredible. And from there, I think I think I went from Tallinn, I went to Sweden, mm-hmm. and then Rome for the epic mm-hmm. trip in Rome. And then I was in Germany, and then I went to Brussels with Larry. And so, but Estonia, I would go back to. And when, how many leave days do you have? You like Christmas always time. traveling. Christmas <laughs> oh, time. Christmas time! It was Christmas. Time. I spent Christmas. I spent Christmas honestly, in Germany that year. You know, it was Christmas time. When, so you also—that's one thing I don't get about you. You also travel to these places when it's like cold. I Tell me about you cold. and cold. I love the guys. I don't know what's going on in Joburg, but I would prefer it if Joburg could just calm down on this weather right now. So hot. It is so not Even okay. I'm sweating and I it's love not heat. Okay, mm. but I absolutely love the cold. I think. For me, because you can always get warm when it's cold. When it's hot, yo, 
Even with your hair, you're like, you see, you see, that's why you see the, the ladies in the cars and their cars driving home. The wigs are off no, because there's two. It's the only two. reason I didn't take it off is because I was coming here. <laughs> exactly, I took the wig off, you know. So it's, uh, I really prefer the cold, and I, I do love cold weather because also, like clothes are so much awesome when it's cold. Like you mm. get your boots and your coats and things like you that. You can wear your macosa. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to my Kossam. <laughs> Ladrima, thank you for, for creating things that just fit my personality for, for, for traveling yeah. in the cold. But yeah, no, wow. seriously. Uh, yeah, I love the cold. So, so Estonia for sure. Yes. Um, when Any I think, other place? I mean, obviously, I mean, we talked about Addis, but if we kind of take out the continent, because mm-hmm. I would visit many places over and over on the continent. Um, another place I really, really love. I love Brazil. You did. Brazil is such mm-hmm. an incredible uh, country. Mm. Um, so, not Rio, Sao Paulo. I oh, love, love okay. Sao Paulo as a mm-hmm. city. And I think. Why not Rio? Rio, because everyone goes. <laughs> I, you'll find, like, if, if too many people like it, I probably don't. Okay. Not because oh, okay. of any real reason, yeah. guys, just because mm. it's too popular. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, a friend of mine asked me, because she's like, you don't have blue hair. I'm like, yeah, everybody now has it. <laughs> but what does that mean, well, miss? What does that mean? I'm like, I don't know. It's like, I have issues. <laughs> Leave me alone. I have issues. Yeah. So what do you but, like about Sao Paulo? Uh, th- it's also Sao Paulo, the, the mm. culture, the food, mm. the colors. Like mm. this is something just South America in general, just colors. Mm. Everywhere you'd be like, am I seeing a different color? Like, is this Technicolor? Is, is everything mandated to be bright and like shiny and wow. nice? Um, but to be fair, I also have very touristy experience of these places because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I haven't actually actually gone to like Into. you know mm-hmm. proper in-depth mm. but my touristy experience of them have been just incredibly beautiful wow. um yeah so. okay so you definitely go back and i'll see. go i'll go back to yeah. brazil i'll go back to estonia okay yeah so now where to next for 2019 what are your travel plans where if lela would come to cuba i want to come but you want to go on wrong dates fix your dates and i'm there <laughs> <laughs> Lelo, Lelo, leave days don't align with mine. Um, so this year, so you're going to uh, keep up without me. I had to keep up without hey. you. Well, a friend of mine, Patricia, wants to go to Jamaica, so mm-hmm. I want to go to Jamaica with her. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I love Jamaica, uh, but she saw a documentary on food, so apparently we're just mm-hmm. going to eat our way through Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so she made sure. me watch And guys, that. I've been on this intense like health. Thing where I've been eating salads and just being healthy. So it's okay. By the time you're, by the time I go to Jamaica, I'll be, be it'd be fine yeah. to eat my way through Jamaica. Uh, so I definitely so Jamaica know, and Cuba or just yeah Jamaica and Cuba, and Cuba. hopefully. Mm. Uh, fingers crossed. I've got a lot of SAA miles. Better use them. Up. <laughs> Better use them up, right? Mm. Um, and then uh, somewhere actually. I'm going to, with my father this year, we're mm. going to Egypt this year. Because mm. uh, I, I, I decided I'm not going to, because usually I just pick the places based yeah. on the conversations we've had or mm-hmm. places I know he would like he to, wants go. to go. So this year I just asked him, where would you want to go? Uh. I was hoping he would say, let's go to Casablanca. Uh-huh. But he was like, can we go to Egypt? I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, let's go to Egypt. <laughs> so, but have he you been? To go, he wants to go to, yeah, I've been to Cairo, mm. but he wants to go to Alexandria, which mm. I actually have never been to. Okay, so that for me would be you? great as well because yeah. it's history. It's like the first proper library in the world. Wow. It's in the Library of Alexandria. So I'm excited for that trip, mm. yeah. So awesome. I'm sure there's a bunch of other work stuff that comes up. Yeah, of you course, know, as uh, usual. You know, so uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely headed back to London. Yeah, <laughs> in the very, very near. Can they future. stop sending you to London? You know? You're done. No, no, we, they should send me to London. I need to see my friends in London. <laughs> mm. You know. Uh, but so one of the things I must say, as much as I wouldn't pay my own money to go to London, mm-hmm. I've started to develop um, a likeness for just 
the way of life in London. So mm-hmm. that walking and public transport. Mm-hmm. So my last trip, I did a lot of walking. I mean, I was smashing my step counter every <laughs> week. But that um, quiet moment of sitting on a bus to your next location, mm. I really love that way of commuting wow. and that way of living. Yeah. And so for me... I made sure if I come back maybe in a couple of months I may be like Lelo is fine London has become top, <laughs> top priority for me in life yeah. awesome Mishmael thank you so much this well, has been you. amazing yeah thank um, you very nice conversation you must come back though and then when you come back next time we talk about a, a, one specific destination yeah maybe actually you must come back for Nigeria and just have a detailed conversation I mean, about, have you, haven't, you haven't had anyone talk about Nigeria I haven't had so anyone far? talk about Nigeria and okay. I mean out of all these you know these I've had like 18 or so episodes now and no one has talked about Nigeria. Oh, so wow. we need to have okay. one come, about Lagos about specifically. Yeah. And just, um, yeah. Yeah, we could do that, you awesome. know. And in between one of your travels, you in know, between one when of you are in the country. To Nigeria, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, come back. Yeah. I think we should just get, tell when Ibuka comes back yes. to Joba, we can just bring him and we can have, we can see his view as a local yes. and me being a Nigerian tourist yeah. that is Nigerian into yeah. Nigeria, see what that's the difference. That's actually, that. that's a good idea. Yeah, so. Thank you so much, Mish, for coming. Thank I really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. thank you very much for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed it we will catch up again next week but in the meantime if you listen on apple please leave a review and comment it helps other people find the podcast as well if you do that so i appreciate that very much and also you can find us on social media at chica travel pod hashtag chica travel pod until next week goodbye